Welcome back to the Freight Waves Drone Wave Summit. <laughs> I am Freight Waves Editor at Large, John Kingston. I'm here with Michael Droz. He is the CEO of Ag Eagle Aerial Systems. Um, if you're going to have drones play a key role in Final Mile or really any place in the logistics chain, you have to build them. And one company that does that is Ag Eagle, which has been building drones primarily for the agricultural sector in the U.S., but also does drone construction for other applications as well, depending on the demand. Michael, I want to thank you for joining the DroneWave Summit today. Thank you. So excited to be here today. So let's first talk about giving, you know, my, my description of your company is not as thorough as yours would be. So why don't you tell us what your company does? Sure. Uh, my name is Michael Drozd. I'm the CEO of Ag Eagle. We are one of the leading global commercial drone technology providers. We were founded back in 2010. Our mission at Ag Eagle is to empower the drone age by providing American-made, tailored, scalable drone solutions to the world. So let me tell you what I mean by the word the drone age. So you look back and you think about, we started with the stone age. We had the iron age. The latest age was the information age. Where are we headed now? I believe it's the drone age. You know, one thing to keep in mind as we entered these new ages, at each inflection point, at each inflection point, we had to chip and chisel away to assimilate all the benefits of the new technology of the age. And this is exactly where Ag Eagle sits today through our strategic M&A opportunities and our organic growth. This approach has really allowed us to be an efficient inter enterprise, which never, you know, the world's never seen before. On top of that, we look for to find new and innovative ways to leverage our technology solutions and data intelligence to push forward end-to-end -end drone solutions across various industry sectors like agriculture and commercial products. I joined Ag Equal back in 2020, um, and really the reason was uh, I got so excited about this opportunity personally. It, it really merged a lot of the things I'd done in my career into one nice big package in a space that's rapidly growing in the drone space. Uh, my personal background is I started off in software. I was an electrical engineer. Uh, I was a management consultant in the transportation space. I built industrial equipment. I was in the biotech, contract manufacturing, and I also spent quite a bit of time in the ag space. You know, I've had the pleasure of being in a lot of different businesses across my, my, my career, but this is the one I'm very, very excited about because through Ag Eagle, we're gonna become the leader throughout the drone industry and innovate in dynamic ways beyond imagination. Let's give a try to get a sense of some scale. How many drones a year do you build in a year? Um, I really can't say that publicly. Okay, all right, I understood, understood. I just thought I'd give it a shot. But but most of them are going into agricultural applications. But from reading what you do, it sounds to me like you are in position to build a drone for whatever particular application a customer might come to you for. That's correct, and drone solutions behind it. So not just the drone itself, but all the all the other parts of it uh, are, are part of our solution. Correct. So what would be the other parts of the solution? So let's say I'm a customer. I came to you and I said I needed a drone for an agriculture application or an energy application or whatever. You build the drone, but what else do you do for me? Yeah, correct. So having a drone by itself doesn't get the end result you're looking for. In the end, what you're looking for is whatever data or a delivery that the customer needs at the end of the day. So that requires a system. It doesn't require just the drone, but everything else behind it as well. So let's take an example of, of, a, of an agricultural opportunity. So you know, for a farmer, they need the drone, but they also need a sensor to actually look at things with the sensor. They also need ground control software. They have to be able to control the drone and get the information. And at the end, they have to take that sensor data along with all the ground control you know, uh, working with it and, and put it into a software package that allows the farmer to get information where he can make decisions. So it's really an integrated solution. The drone's one piece of it, but the solution is what you need to actually get the, the answers at the end of the day that the farmer needs. 
So what are some of the things, let's say a farmer is going to look for when they, when they uh, hire, not, I shouldn't say hire a drone, when they acquire a drone and use your services, uh, what are some of the, what's the, some of the data that they hope to pick up as the, as the machine flies over the fields? Right, right. So, you know, drones are an incredibly valuable, invaluable tool to farmers. If you think about a farmer, uh, he's at ground level, he's going along the crops, he really can't see the overall picture of what the, what the, uh, the, the farm looks like. He's, he's at ground level. Drones have the ability to get up, up above the farm and also use very, very powerful, powerful sensors and cameras essentially to see the farm in a different way. What this allows the farmer to do is ultimately improve their efficiency and get better uh, yields. It helps them with crop health, you know, seeing areas where there's damage to the crop, mapping, uh, pest control. It also has some things like, like irrigation monitoring. And, and these, these applications are critical for us. Um, we need to continually find ways of improving our agricultural production. We have to find a way of feeding the world. Um, according to World Health Organization, uh, we're going to need to feed 10 billion people by 2050. And the only way to do that is really through agricultural efficiency and the use of drones to help that increase the agricultural efficiency. So by making drones a really an industry standard in agriculture, farmers will be able to use, make more informed decisions when it comes to best practices, you know, how much water to use, how much when to rotate the crops, uh, really to create a more sustainable future for everyone. Um, and, and by the way, I just get the question a lot. I'm oh, sorry. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I said, yeah, I, I get this question a lot, too. Why can't we just use aircraft? And, and really, the simple answer on aircraft is they're costly, right? They're They're expensive. Um, drones are much more economical and drones are actually more precise because we have the ability to get closer in on the crops than, than a plane can, and they're actually safer to operate. So drones are actually much superior to what you'd see from an aircraft flying over a field. I have to tell you, I'm stunned that anybody would answer that question. I'm not a drone expert, but I never, that never <laughs> would have crossed my mind, to be honest. Uh, how deep is the penetration into the ag sector? Let's take, I hate to call it typical farm because farms are so varied in their size and what they do. I don't that there is such a thing as a typical farm, but if there is a typical farm, is it using drone technology yet, or what percentage might be? You know, I don't have the percentage off the off my uh, off top of my thumb, uh, off top of my head, but it's uh, it, it's a relatively small percentage today, but it is a rapidly growing percentage. So I think we're seeing more and more farmers wanting to use drone technology uh, to integrate into their fields. So let's talk about the big enchilada, at least the one that's the sexiest and gets the most attention, and that would be using drone for package delivery. Uh, is that a market that is, is, does everybody in the drone business just look at that and salivate that, boy, if we can even get, you know, 10 to 20% into that market, the potential is enormous. Is that the big win that's out there? You know, we think so. And we think there's other big markets in the drone space, but we think that's a big one. Uh, you know, it, and for me personally, I uh, I always imagine sitting there on my couch. I'm a big Duke basketball fan. I, I imagine sitting on my couch watching the game going, wow, I'm hungry. Let me order a pizza, you know, hitting a little button on my phone. Next thing you know, a drone comes to my house and drops off a pizza. I mean, that's that's for consumers, you know, a really appealing idea, not just with with food, but also pharmaceuticals, all the things you want to get delivered to the house that you get delivered today. Uh, and obviously, big players like FedEx, Amazon, UPS are all chasing the same market. Um, you know, we're working on definitely working on that path today. And and if you look at the demand for that from consumers, the pandemic has definitely accelerated, but it's always kind of been there as 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 a need consumers have. Um, you know, right now, for example, I'll give you an example for us in drone delivery. We're working with a, uh, a, a small, small pharmacy in a rural community. Uh, this pharmacy has multiple satellite locations. It's really important for their customers to get prescriptions and vaccines in a very timely and efficient way. Uh, and the problem today, if you look at the alternative, is couriers. Couriers are, are slow and inefficient. And actually, I was on the phone with them the other day, and they threw out a word I never heard before, the word mudded in. <laughs> I was like, what's mudded in? 
Well, it turns out sometimes the road in these rural communities get enough mud on them that actually couriers can't pass. So you literally can't get the, the prescriptions or the vaccines out to those rural communities in a way, in a way that's, that's needed. Um, this is really the perfect application for a drone, where at the end of the day, patients need superior care, and this and drones really deliver it. So when you think about drones and, and applications like that, natural disasters, really hard reach areas of the world, drones are really the perfect solutions. And then on top of that, you look at sort of the urban communities, and everybody wants the convenience of a drone. They want a drone to drop it off their door. They don't want that person uh, coming to their door, dropping off a package. They want a drone to just drop it in, and they pick up the package. And that's really where we're heading. You know, as you can imagine, these innovations just can have a dramatic impact on virtually every aspect of the business world we live in and ultimately have a very positive impact on our, on our lives. And that's, that's really important and really exciting for me to be part of Ag Eagle in that, re- in that regard. As you envision drone package drops, uh, what is the, let's say, maximum weight that the current generation of drones can, uh, can carry? And what are you projecting maybe 10 years from now uh, with better technology, with drones, maybe larger drones? What does that weight rise through? There's got to be some kind of a limit. There is. You know, the FAA has put in a kind of a standard with the drone and everything of about 55 pounds. The FAA is really the, the, the really the, the, not gatekeeper, but the one who's kind of keeping, making sure that our, that everything is safe, right? So the FAA is really trying to make sure everything's safe. And those regulations are kind of rapidly evolving. So if you ask me to sort of forecast what it's going to look like over time, I can't tell you. I mean, there are drones to use very heavy cargo today, and there's drones to use very small cargo, but there's really an evolution on, on the FAA side in terms of what's going to be allowed and what's not going to be allowed over time. Well, going beyond, going beyond what the FAA regulation is, just the physical capabilities of today's drones, can they, uh, how much can they lift? You know, <laughs> there's actually some very, very large, call them drones, but, uh, you know, aircraft out there that can actually lift. It. So the word drone means um, unmanned autonomous vehicle, ultimately. So when you look, when you expand that space, you actually have drones, large planes, if you will, that are autonomous. So the question is, where are you starting with a drone and where are you sort of at a plane level? Uh, so we can really cover everything from a tiny little package. Um, we recently did a, a really fun project with a with a golf course in uh, in Arizona where we delivered uh, beer and food to the golfers. Uh, all the way from there, all the way to very very large opportunities for large cargo, and everything in between is being explored today. Okay, let's go back about a year. I I don't know if you were there, but um, Ag Eagle did kind of shake up Wall Street by making an announcement that they had. Um, that they had an expansion of scope. I'm going to read this verbatim from the press release. Expansion of scope for its contracted commercial drone work through the receipt of follow-on purchase orders from a major e-commerce company. And the company wasn't identified, but everybody assumed it was Amazon. Uh, I don't know how much you can talk about that, but what is the current, let me ask you two questions, the current status of a an Ag Eagle Amazon relationship and just where you see Amazon in general going with drone technology. Yeah, I mean, I, I get this question a lot. Um, we really can't speak. We have confidentialities in place with our e-commerce customer. I can't speak to the customer, to their applications, anything really about the customer. Um, I also can't really speak. Uh, I Just like you, I can see what Amazon's doing from afar. I, I really can't really speak to their business. You know, what I can tell you, though, is um, the demand for drones and drone capabilities continues to rise. All the big players, you know, all, all the major players, you know, FedEx, UPS, Amazon are heavily invested in the space. Um, Ag Eagle's position ourselves in, in, as you can see from that, that press release, really along the drone manufacturing and solutions line. So what we do for a customer, you know, for our e-commerce customer, for other customers, is the ability to sort of make things for them. And, and the advantages that we have in those environments are, are kind of twofold. One, we're American-made. Uh, I don't know if you know much about the drone space, but it, it's actually dominated right now by a Chinese supplier, uh, a company called DJI. 
uh, DJI has the, the lion's share of the marketplace for drones throughout the world, and including the U.S. There is such a need now for that American-made. There's a lot of resistance, if you can imagine today, especially with the pandemic, of using a Chinese drone supplier. And the other approach we've used in this marketplace is really to, to focus on the manufacturing and really ultimately quality manufacturing. You know, so if you think about airplanes, the last thing anybody wants is an airplane to come out of the sky. We want them to be safe. The same really applies, the same logic applies to drones. We want drones to be safe. And fortunately, we have the FAA there to help us. And the FAA is demanding the vehicles that are deployed are safe. And, and, and this is where quality comes in. Um, for making a vehicle safe, we have to use consistent, consistent uh, production standards in, in these mission critical applications to make sure that quality is above everything else, to make sure at the end of the day, these drones ultimately are safe. And that's why at Ag Eagle, you know, building quality systems are our number one priority of both drone manufacturing and drone solutions. Well, let's go back to the FAA. You've mentioned them twice now uh, as they are the, the key gatekeeper. I was wondering, I was going to ask you whether it was the FAA or the Department of Transportation. Clearly, you made it quite clear that it's the FAA. Where do they stand now? Does the change from a Trump administration to a Biden administration change anything? Uh, have you do you find them to be a hindrance or are they kind of forward looking and, and allowing technological development and acceptance to go forward at a rapid pace? No, that's a great question. Um, FAA, I've been very pleased. I, I came from a very regulated world, uh, both in food and, and pharma and biotech. And so I'm used to sort of the regulatory world. You know, to, to FAA's credit, they're realizing the world, you know, the world is changing. And it's moving in a, in a rapid direction. There is such a consumer demand around what drones can do. And to FA's credit, they've allowed more and more application with drones really in the last six months than, you know, they haven't in a while. And they've got programs like Beyond where they're really partnering with companies like Ag Eagle to help in the development of, of, of new policies. But ultimately, at the end of the day, FAA is committed to safety. And that's what we all want in this community. We want, we want to have drones that are out there that are safe and efficient at what they do. And, and I applaud FAA in terms of their their leadership in terms of making sure that this is safe. I also applaud their leadership in terms of helping drive, you know, helping drive. They're not the innovators, but they're helping make sure that innovation kind of keeps coming at the end to provide good products for consumers. So I think the FAA is doing exactly what they should be doing. They're partnering with industry like ourselves through the Beyond program. And they're also now allowing more and more things to come out and, and giving allowances to things they didn't allow even six months ago. I think it's very positive for the industry. Can you give an example that people might understand as opposed to, let's say, maybe some technological change that is a little bit, I hate to use this term because it sounds such uh, yeah. pun intended, but over their head? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can give you a really concrete example. So right now, um, to fly a drone, you have to have a pilot flying the drone. And that pilot has to be, quote unquote, FAA certified to fly the drone in a commercial application. Not hobbyist, but just in the commercial world. The where you have to get to for drones to be really effective is for those drones to be autonomous, truly autonomous, where you have a drone, you put it in the field, you hit a button and the drone does its work and comes back to that single that spot again. That's the concept of fully autonomous. So instead of having a pilot there piloting it, you've got a system where the drone itself is doing everything, making the decisions it needs to make. The FAA is now, as a month ago, actually allowed the first allowance of a fully automated flight and limited, you know, limited environment limited sort of areas, but they've now sort of started to allow that that allowance of a fully automated drone system. And that's really a big step for the, for the market in the end, because to make drones really ubiquitous throughout all the different opportunities that drones can add value, eventually most of them have to eat on the farm. They need truly a fully autonomous system because the farmer doesn't want to go out and get his pilot's license 
to fly a drone. He'd like the drone to be there. He hits a button, the drone does its thing, or better yet, the drone automatically does whatever it needs to do, and he gets the data he needs every day to make decisions on his farm. Yeah, because going back to the issue of parcels, one of the questions I was going to ask, and this is so I'll kind of sort of ask it, but with a, a twist based on what you just said, is what are the economics of delivering packages via over drones? Uh, you can carry a limited amount on a drone, obviously, but you know, in the back of a van, you can put a lot of things in there uh, to deliver. So is there I mean, are there numbers yet on showing, you know, what is the economics of delivering a parcel via drone versus uh, an Amazon van, for example, that goes all over the place. And, and then it, do, do those economics change significantly if you could just program the drone to make the autonomous flight by themselves and you don't need a pilot? Yeah, I, I mean, you really hit the nail on the head. Exactly. So today, uh, the drone being in a, in a piloting world, you're looking for more higher value. That's why you see a lot of companies out there chasing, as I mentioned, the example of the pharmaceutical or the, uh, the pharmacy company looking for those higher value products, you know, where you've got a vaccine, for example, needs to be delivered, very, very high value, but mission critical to get it there quickly and on time. Um, so initially, you're going to see more of those. I mean, the idea of getting a pizza that I gave, great idea, but probably not the economics it needs to be short term. In the short term, it's really those higher value, mission critical health needs, if you will, that, that are going to really sort of be pushing forward. Um, and in the end, as you get closer to full autonomy, it, it starts to push the envelope of more things like getting to the ultimate of a pizza, if you will, if that makes sense. Um, so it's really a continuum of just like I talked about the, you know, we started with the Stone Age. We started understanding how stones could be used. We started incorporating them in more and more applications. We're in the same space in the drone age today. We're sort of chiseling away, if you will, at those opportunities, using ones the first to make the most economic sense for, you know, for in our case, the, the drone, not the stone first economic uses. And over time, you get more and more uses of that of that drone, if you will. Michael, let's go back to something you discussed earlier, and that is the dominance of the Chinese in the manufacturing process. I was a little bit disappointed to hear that. I thought that maybe this is going to be a, a high-tech application that might actually be better off being developed in the U.S. You indicate that is not the case. What does the U.S. need to do to, to get there? And what is the Chinese advantage? Is it uh, just labor costs uh, or are there other reasons why they're ahead of the U.S. in this field? Yeah, uh, you know, great, great. Another great question. Um, Chinese under, uh, ultimately is cost, right? They've got um, they ultimately have lower cost of goods and lower cost of labor than we do. And they've had a, you know, a very supportive uh, environment from their government to help push on, on drones and use. So as a result, Chinese are allowed to innovate. They're allowed to create, you know, cheaper uh, drones, if you will, on the marketplace. Uh, and that's really been a benefit to them sort of gathering more market share, because ultimately, although people would love to buy American, they're also driven by economics and cost. Um, as we look at, you, you make a good point about labor shortages. And one of the things I'm really excited about is being in, we're in our, our manufacturing base is in Wichita, Kansas, which is really the air capital of the world. In Wichita, we have a great base. You know, unfortunately, our airline industry is taking a little bit of a hit right now. Well, that's been a, a nice opportunity for, for Ag Eagle, because we are now able to draw from that, that talented pool of manufacturers from the airline industry into the drone industry. So at Ag Eagle, we're well positioned to help with, the, with that low cost manufacturing at scale for the proximity to being in Wichita. Michael, let me ask you as a, as a supplier of drones, uh, custom-made drones and other, other services, what does a company like you need to do to stay ahead of everybody else, including let's say some of the Chinese manufacturers of this, as well as service providers? Yeah, great, uh, great question again. Um, really, it's about that concept. You know, we, we started this conversation. You said, hey, why don't I just build a better drone and make it put it out there? It, it's really not about the drone. It's about the drone system. 
So as we look at being a drone solution provider, we need that end to end. We need everything from, you know, the sensor technology to the ground support, to the drone, to everything in between to make it work. So as we look at our strategic acquisitions, uh, we've made two this year. Uh, the first is a company called MicaSense, a phenomenal company out of Seattle, Washington. They are the premier multispectral sensor company. What that means is cameras. They build really the best cameras on the marketplace. Um, think about drone delivery. When you're trying to deliver something with a drone, you need to be able to see where you are. When you're, when you're uh, a farmer and you want to see your fields, you want the best camera possible to look at those fields. That's where the, the sensor technology comes in. The other technology we bought recently was a company called Measure, and Measure is, is really the premier ground control technology, meaning what Measure does is, is put that software in place to control drones, to be able to control the entire system. And you need the drone, obviously, but you also have to control and then also gather all the data the drones com that coming off the drone. So when you combine sort of the technology for controlling the drone and all the data coming back, along with the actual sensor itself that actually is gathering the data, then you have this end-to-end -end solution that allows us to drive a new drone solutions that, that you know, are new and, and exciting for, for everyone. We want to thank Michael Droz, the CEO of Ag Eagle, for joining us today at Droneways. Michael, there's a lot going on. Uh, we want you to come back in one form or another to Freightways, particularly if that deal that we talked about or that you didn't want to talk about yeah. comes to fruition, because I know the market's very interested in that. That would be very exciting. We, we would love to show you. You've been listening to this fireside chat as part of the Drone Waves program. I've been your host, John Kingston. I'm the editor-at-large at Freightways. Please stay tuned for some more exciting interviews here on Drone Waves.